pneumonia. Use my fangs to murder you. Soy la diosa, los demonios no me controlan. Soy culebra. What's up, everyone? Seven October's here with another episode of Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue. Uh, this is going to be probably like a special mid-season episode because um, I really want to drop this uh, uh, before the other uh, podcast I've already filmed. Uh, but today I have a really dope guest. Uh, I've been trying to get him on for the longest because I'm a huge fan. Uh, one of my favorite uh, MCs uh, right now. He's a Philly MC, lyricist indie artist uh, RJ Payne and I want to shout out uh, coach Kandaka who coordinated this and made it happen um, so without further ado let me bring him on the screen what's up RJ I'm good I'm good salute to you man I appreciate you and the platform yeah no thank you um, like I said uh, shout out to coach Kandaka for for getting this uh, situated for us and uh, yeah <laughs> um, and how did that happen like because I, I was listening to one of the podcasts that you just did and I like how the guy shouted mm-hmm. out that you have like a, you know, a black queen, like, you know, doing some of your bookings right. for your interviews. And how did that like relationship right. start with you guys? Um, You know what? It really just started from me being a fan of um Killer Priest's podcast. So, you know, I watch, okay. I've been watching and I, I guess she does the work over there. And well, well before I was even introduced to her, I would watch the podcast and keep hearing her name, keep yeah. hearing her name, keep hearing her name. So she started following me one day. We got cool. And I, I just like that she, she's about her business. Yeah. That's it. Like, it's, it's nothing extra. It's no catches. She just want to work. So I already started kind of putting women um, in my platform to just help me get things done. Because I started to notice, like I said, the guys. It's always an ego when a guy got to do something. So it started out with somebody named um, Chrissy Mack. She um, runs my website. And I noticed by just the way she would handle business with my website, make sure my music was getting sold. I said, okay, she handles business better than any guy I've seen. So it was just a no-brainer to add Coach Jack. That's pretty dope. That's uh, that's cool that you have like a a, woman, a group of women in your in your team. That's really dope. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, if you need any help, let me know. I'm I'm here too. <laughs> um, we'll do. <laughs> uh, and then a cool fun fact too. I don't know if you are aware because I know we follow each other on social media, but uh, we have mm-hmm. the same birthday actually. Ironically. <laughs> Yeah, then we got what, Ice Cube and uh, Courtney Cox from Scream. So I was like, oh, right, right. <laughs> we got like a dope day. I think what they say, I think Tupac was maybe a day like the 14th or something like that. I so think, yeah, yeah a lot of people right around something. Yeah, like right, right next to him. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what made you fall in love with like hip hop? Mm, um, my brother was a DJ. Rest in peace to my brother. Um, Rest in peace. so growing up, I used to just see crates and crates and crates and crates, and I, you know, I didn't understand it. I didn't really understand hip hop culture. I just knew it was a bunch of crates in my crib. So I started to just study the the, the covers of these albums, and I just remember the covers of like three times dope album and just tribe called quest. And I used to just be like, yo, who, who are these dudes? So the fascination started then but i fell in love with it when i seen house party i seen house party and i seen nice. kitten play battle that moment is the moment that rj Payne was born that's pretty dope i love house party i love that movie <laughs> and then was right, that class right. act like th- those films were like uh, the best <laughs> absolutely um and what about um as far as like horror because obviously you have it, a lot of uh influence in your music like leatherface you know like all these different right. um, songs that are based on like horror villains and stuff like that like where did that love come from mm-hmm. for horror um again my brother back to my brother my brother worked in the movie theater when i was young so this goes back to the days of vhs tapes so 
Um, I'm not gonna get him in no trouble. He's not here anyway. But I don't know if he was bootlegging <laughs> the tapes or whatever. But I know we had every VHS back then before it ever came up. You know, so I'm talking about like Terminator 2, everything that was new when I was a kid, I had it and I was able to see it. So I used to just watch random movies, not knowing what they was. And one day I seen something called The Lost Boys, man. I seen The Lost Boys and that, that, that turned me out. I got hooked. That's my favorite vampire movie slash horror movie. And it started there. That's cool. That's dope. Um, and one thing I love about you is like, you know, you preach like independence, chasing your dream. Yeah. And a lot of your tweets yeah. are like pretty like, you know, speak like real shit and also like really inspirational. And there was one that stood out to me that I kind of uh, wanted to bring up because it kind of connects to how you kind of um, blew up. Right. So you said about okay. like how people are willing to wake up to a job they hate, but they're not willing to do the same for, you know, their dream, which is I was like, damn, that's just right. deep. Um, right. and, and for you, obviously, you you actually lived that that quote because you started out doing like obviously you did like freestyles and like battle raps, but mm -hmm. you also started mm -hmm. um, doing like your freestyles in your car, right? Like on your breaks from your job at Target right. or something. Right. <laughs> so like right. you want to share you know, a little bit about your story. I, I was so broke that, um, shout out to my, my homie in Alabama. His name's Tizo. So I moved down uh, Alabama in probably 2013. Um, okay. I used to rap before that. I was a battle rapper by the name Rain Man, for those that don't know. And I just got tired of the battle rap thing. I got tired of where hip hop was at at that moment. That's mm -hmm. when more of the South, the South sound was taking over. So mm -hmm. moved down South, make a long story short, with just plans to get a regular job and finally be a regular, regular guy. Mm -hmm. um, along that path, I started to see people rapping on Instagram. And I was like, all right, well, when I get off work, it would be dope to still tap in the hip hop. Let me drop some bars, you know, mm -hmm. just just on the cell phone and upload it to the gram, not wishing for anything, just mm -hmm. to kind of still fill a part of hip hop. Started doing it on um, my home and we didn't plan or hope for anything other than, yo, this just seems dope to us. So literally, we just kept uploading them. It might have been 50 views, 100 views, seemed like nobody was watching, but I would still see live feedback in the comments like, yo, you're fire, you're dope. So I said, all right, let me keep going. So one day I seen Lord Jamar. Um, this is around the time when people were taking the money phone picture, when they would hold a bunch of money to their ear. So Lord Jamar one day was like, listen, uh, I'm tired of seeing the money phone. Why don't y'all show me what you read? So I said, okay, I could jump on this trend of what he's trying to do or I could do it my way. So make a long story short, I took a book, I propped it up in the window of the car, and I rapped about reading more. And rapped about the books that I was reading with the books sitting in the window. And he seen it, took a liking to it. He posted it. And life changed 24 hours after that. Literally, I oh, went wow. to sleep that night. And I, I woke up to Missy Elliott, Busta Rhymes, everybody that you can imagine in the comments. Like, yo, who is this dude? And it yeah. changed from that. Wow, that's crazy. That's really dope, though. But it, it shows like you took a just like a shot, right? And it, it happened, right? Because um, if you wouldn't have even attempted, it would just like it would have never happened, or you would have never even known what would have happened, you know? Right. I think it's just because it put me back in that pure space of not looking for anything, not a record deal, yeah. nothing. Just wanted to rap, just to rap. Yeah, that's really dope. Um, and then obviously you you preach a lot of independence. Like, what's um, I guess one piece of advice you would give like an independent artist that's trying to you know make it uh, in the industry or whatever you want to call it. Hmm. Um, the best advice I would give any artist is understand what success is for you before you get into this. Understand that, um, you know, my success and your success might be different. 
I know for me, I figured out early on that having Bentleys and, and 19 gold chains on and, you know, mansions and all of that, I figured out that was dope and all of that, but I figured out if I can make what I would make on a good job, just doing the music that I love, I felt like I'm already rich. And I managed to start building a space that would just allow me to pay my cell phone bill, then allow me to pay a light bill. It's like, damn, I might, I might have something. And, and it just grew from that. So I would just tell anybody that find a small audience that just loves what you do. You don't got to sell a million copies. You don't got to be Drake. You just need a thousand people that believe in what you do. That's, That's true. It. Yeah. And another thing, too, that I really like about your story is like you kind of mentioned it a little bit, but it's like you were ready to just, you know, give it up and just do like the regular guy guy life. Right. But right. Um, right. your career kind of started a little bit later. Right. It kind of reminds me of like Samuel Jackson. I think they said he started like at four right. or something. Or, right. And right. so right. I've, I've been seeing and we've been talking about it a lot with my friends uh, about like even the um, the versus battle where uh, the locks against the dipset. Right. And how like classic like you know and yeah jada kids like killed it and uh i mean the whole locks killed it like how they just rap didn't rap over the vocals like the youngins right so it kind of brought up the idea of like hip-hop has like more of a longevity now right like now you don't have to be a young rapper um to like blow up or be popular you can be a little bit older now like i mean jay-z with the 444 right so how does how does that play like in your career like now that you're older like um how 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 has that been like? How has that journey been? Hmm. Um, I think it don't matter just because the internet made it to where if you're dope, unless you look like drastically older, yeah. for the most part, people people don't care. Like people were really just like, "Yo, this is dope. I like it. Where can I get more of it?" And I've been lucky enough to literally not have nobody ask me, "Yo, how old are you?" or, or anything like that. Yeah. I more or less hear about the age when I bring up my age or when I tell yeah. somebody, yo, I'm in my my 40s, they look at me like, how the hell are you in your 40s? And it's just, you know, I think, again, hip-hop is so new that we've never got to see rappers in their older years. So I think we're just now at that point where, like you said, from the Jay-Z's to the Griselda's to the RJ yeah. Payne's, Ransom's, you start to see more MCs on the climb that are in their 30s and 40s, 50s. Method yeah. Man is, he's... Method Man got the talent of the youth, man. Yeah. He sound better than that, man. He's in his 50s. That's crazy, yeah. Because, I mean, like, uh, hip-hop is turning 50 this year, so it's, like, it's crazy, right, to think about, like, all the right. all your favorite artists are just getting older. But, like you said, I feel like now it's become, like, an ageless uh, genre. So it's it's really cool to see right. that. Um, and also, like, the fact that you just don't, like, I don't know, for me... I'm like one of those, I'm not like a purist, but I love like lyrics that okay. mean something, right? So, or like they have like really dope wordplay. And so that's why I kind of like gravitate to your music. And so for you, like where did, because uh, I could tell that you hone your craft and you like actually like are passionate about it and you're always trying to get better. Like for you, how does that yeah. work? Like for you to kind of get bit, keep getting better um, at your craft? You know, the easiest way for me to get better and just stay sharp, I just study um, whoever's supposed to be the guy at the moment, like whoever's supposed to be the girl, the guy, the squad, whoever's supposed to be the it person, that's who I'm studying. And I'm always okay. running my rhymes mentally in my head. Like, all right, they're dope, but could they hang with this? I doubt it. They hang with this. So it's like, I'm always, even if I never meet the person or it's never actually a beef, or I, I don't even want to battle. But I just, for me, always want to know that I'm just as good as whoever is currently getting everybody's attention. 
So that keeps my pen sharp. That's smart. That's smart. Um, and then obviously you have like a lot of versatility. I mean, you've done, um, yeah. you know, hardcore rap. You've done horrorcore, which we just talked about. Um, movie, you know, cinematic. Yeah. Introspective, yeah. like beautiful pain. Like I, I love that series. Um, and so Thanks. like what's next? Because I know you, you tweeted the other day like that you finally found like the type of music you should be creating. Like what, what does that look like right. for RJ Payne? Um, that's more the single that I just released uh, yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, yesterday. Um, I can feel it. Um, shout out to um, the producer. His name is Spunk Bigger. Um, it's just I think the soul music, anything with soul and with a feeling, um, that's what I come from. Like that's the music that I I was making when I started doing hip hop. Yeah. But you know that that's not the music that grabs people's attention usually. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had to go back to my battle roots and go back to the bars, heavy bars, because I figured out. If I can at least just get their attention and make them pay attention, then I can show them what I can do later. So I think now I'm at a point where it's like, okay, let me give y'all what I really like to do. And like you said, that's the beautiful pain. That's the stuff like what I just dropped. I can feel it. So anything that's separating me from what everybody else is doing is what I'm about. Because I feel like right now hip hop is dope, but I feel like the underground watched the Griselda blow up and I think a lot of people are doing their best Griselda impression. I was gonna say So I'm doing thing. my best. Yeah, I'm doing my best to separate myself from artwork to beats. I just wanna make it clear that I'm I'm just as dope and I don't gotta do that. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing because I feel like once Griselda blew up, like everybody started sound, sounding the same, right? right. So and right. nothing wrong right. about that, but it's just like then how do you stand out, like you said? Um and so for you uh, what like what inspires your music now? Like obviously your life, but what else like mm-hmm. kind of like makes you want to like create? Um, I got to search now for for other artists that remind me of the music that I want to make. So it's it's not um it's not a lot, you know, that I've come across. There's certain artists, um, especially new artists. It's an artist named Fillmore Green. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but I yeah. think he just dropped a project with um. Uh, I can't even think of the producer, and I feel so crazy that I can't think of his name. Uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. But make a long story short, he's one of the artists. Um, it's another artist named John Forte. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I just find artists, whether they're famous or not, that I, I connect with the message, and that allows me to kind of see, okay, I can do what I normally would do, and it's still as dope. Because, you know, you can always want to do something, but until you see somebody doing it, that's when you're like, okay, this will work if I do it as well. So I just always look for people that, that are kind of doing what I want to do. That's pretty dope. I feel like we have like that. Say, I'm like the same way. Like I kind of like nerd out. Like I want to like research and know everything, you know, because like right, you're, you're like studying right. um, your people that are around you, like your peers. Right. So that's pretty, pretty smart. Right. Um, and for you, like, like you said, like you're heavy on like EPs, uh, like albums, and we're mm-hmm. in an era of like, you know, short attention span. And I always want to ask people like for you as an artist, like what do you prefer? And I think I know the answer, but like, do you prefer like singles versus like um, albums or cohesive projects? Um, I would prefer a project. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm experiment, I'm experiment right now. I'm noticing the internet is a very different place <laughs> than, than where I used to be. So I said that to say, I study people like Russ. Um, yes. I don't know if you're familiar with Russ, yes. and I always hear say, um, if you put up a, a let's say ten songs, it's easy to notice that your first one to two songs get the most traction and the yeah. most plays. So I I started 
saying, okay, let me create the dopest track, whether that's a soulful joint or whether it's bars, and let me put the standouts up as singles. Let me keep dropping those consistently and just see what happens. And it turns out people are reacting to those just like the albums. So I said, okay, if I can keep doing them, and I've been doing them, you know, weekly or bi-weekly. So I'm just really experimenting. I think in in the age of the internet right now, there is no right or wrong. That's so true. I think I just go, I just go with whatever I feel like it. Like I have I have two projects already ready to go, but I'm really just trying to heat things up with the singles and just trying to make sure that I know where I'm at at the moment. Because in the past I've just released projects mm-hmm. just off of feeling okay, it's time to release a project. Now I'm starting to go into the more the analytics. Like okay, what what is my last joint done? What is the last views like? Then I can kind of gauge. Okay, I think it's time. Yeah, like more strategic on like your releases and stuff like that, right? Right, right. That's pretty dope. Right. So yeah. yeah, it's no preference though. It's no preference either or. Yeah. Okay, that's dope. And it's cool that you mentioned Russ because yeah, he's one of my fa- another favorite uh, like rapper, and just because he preaches also independence. Wow. Like, I love any other. Okay. Stuff. So I was like gonna say I'm like it'll be dope to like hopefully maybe one day he'll watch this and be like uh, R J Payne and Russ track would be dope. <laughs> that would be fine. That would be fine. <laughs> As a creative, you know, sometimes we have writer's blocks, but for you, like, does that happen to you? Or do you did you find, like, a flow of, like, how to, like, create whenever hmm. you want? I actually do get writer's block, um, but I learned a quick way to deal with it. So I figured it out. When I get writer's block, it's usually because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Though. When I say that, I mean, I feel like we all have something that we're supposed to be, whatever that is. And I feel like, like we said, more of the soulful music, the music with a message, I feel like that's kind of what I'm supposed to be doing. So whenever I run um, into a brick wall where I'm not able to just come up with bars and just punchlines and all of that, that's when I go back to my real life and just, okay, let me talk about what I've been through. Because nothing's easier to talk than your life. So that's that's my trick to write as well. Just go back to being me. That's dope. Yeah, that's that's a really good advice for those listening in. Um, and for you, like, what's your favorite part of like the creative process? Like, actually, like creating it, releasing it. Like, what's your favorite part? Creating it. Um, you know what? I'm I'm starting to get a little addicted to releasing, but I would say creation. <laughs> creation is the best part for me. Yeah. And what's what about the like the most hardest part for you? The most hardest part for me is the industry. Um, I don't do good with, with like being fake and, um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel you understand. Like the persona. I don't do good with going on the RJ Payne voice and stuff like that. Like I just know how to be me. So if there's anything that I don't do good with, it's pretending like I'm some superstar. I don't do good with that. Okay. That's so, yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I feel like, uh, we talk about that a lot with, the with the platform that we're part of, um, and we say okay. about like how a lot of people sometimes create like a like you said like a persona and then they're like right. not really what they rap about or what they sing about and then you see them on the street right. they're like you know it might be like oh they're a tough persona and then you see them and they're like the nicest person right so like right and right. It, it sucks because you gotta like keep up with that facade like for me like i said like if you see seven octobers and you see gabby on the street like i'm the same person like there's no right like there's no no difference and you don't have to right. keep up with the with the fake or the lies it's like it's just right, who you are, right? Um, so it's dope to hear that you're you're one of those, and it's an, I know it's not a lot <laughs> uh, in the no, industry. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's really not. Yeah, um, and then like um, you mentioned, you have a lot of uh, 
fans from like you know your the OGs from hip hop that have you know gravitated right. towards your music, uh, which is really dope to right. see. Um, I think just the other day you posted um, was it Lady Rage or uh, Lady Lady of Rage? Yeah, Lady shout out to Rage. <laughs> that's like crazy. really dope. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> How does that feel like when you get like stuff like that, like from from the hip hop legends like that? Um, it used to be kind of weird because it's like imagine. Like, if you're a super hip-hop head, like I am, it's like, yo, I remember not too long ago being dead broke, like, <laughs> listening to these, to these guys to kind of get through my day. So when they like, yo, I'm a fan of you, to kind of like, I got to get used to it. So, but I yeah. think now I got a better handle on it now, mm-hmm. but it's it's still weird. It's, it's weird because I don't know how to, how people, to I think some people want to see me take it more like a superstar. Like, yeah, they're supposed mm. to love me. Yeah. But I don't, I don't feel like that. I feel like I remember what it was like when my phone stopped ringing, when nobody cared about what I was doing. So I feel like I don't care who is giving me a co-sign. I'll never let my ego yeah. act like they're not who it is. Like, that's still Ice-T. That's still Lady of Rage. Yeah, that's pretty dope. And um, how do you, like, handle that? Because it looks like you're really, like, spiritually, like, you know, awake and stuff like that, as far as, like, yourself and you're in the ego. Like, for you as an artist, because we talk a lot about that, in, especially in the rap uh, industry like where the ego you know is is one of the worst mm-hmm. things that can hold you back to as an artist for you how did mm-hmm. you manage that and how did you get into that journey of like you know kind of self-awareness um easy um when i first um was doing my battle rap thing and i was going by rain man i won an mcv battle um so yeah so i won an mcv battle in um about 2003 and um the winner of the mcv mc battle won a, a, a single slash record deal with Def Jam um, and all of the bells and whistles. And make a long story short, I was 23 when that happened. And, um, that was a, a gift and a curse because I was 23. So just imagine a 23-year-old hip-hop head that just got signed to Def Jam and you're feeling like you're on top of the world. So I went through the phase of feeling like I'm smelling my own shit. So to, so to say, like I was yeah. feeling myself to the third power. So, <laughs> and that went away. That went away real quick when I realized the industry will stop calling you when they don't feel like you're hot no more. And and once I seen that, I said, oh, they not they not answering for me no more. They, certain people just not looking for me. They not answering my calls. So I promised myself if if I'm ever able to get back in the spotlight, that I will make sure that I stay a regular person, no matter who's co-signing me, no matter what's going on. Gotta make sure I stay ready. That's 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 a really dope story. Um, and I, I'm glad to hear, you know, because a lot of people like they get older and they, that that ego always stays with them, you know. Oh um, man, I think that was the best thing for me is that I I was able to get some type of fame early and then realize what not to do with. It. Yeah, um, and then obviously like besides you know getting like co signs or like shout outs from like the hip hop legends you've worked with like you know Ice T, Method Man, which you just oh, mentioned. Man. How has yeah. how has that yeah. been and like who's your like who's still on your bucket list? You know what's crazy? I I literally almost worked with everybody that I can dream of working with. That's no type of cockiness when I say that. Like I, I yeah. still can't believe I worked with some of the people that yeah. I work with. Um at this point, I think there's many people that I would still want to work with, but of course at the top of my list it's always Eminem. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. just That'd be it dope. is what it is. Like <laughs> And I just wanted, that's more of for me, because I feel like technically he's one of the best to ever do it. So I feel mm-hmm. like 
it was only right if I felt like I'm going to be the best or one of the best, I have to test my pen against the guy that I call the best. So the M&Ms, the Buster Rhymes, the Nas, those are the type of guys that I want to work with next. That's dope. And what about like um, the younger ones? Like maybe they might not be considered legends just yet, but like the, <clears throat> the ones that are like independent artists. I mean, we mentioned Russ, but like who else? Is there anybody else on your radar? Like I think you mentioned a film more or film. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, Fillmore Green. Um, just newer, newer artists. It's a lot of them. Like I'm actually tapped in with a lot of the newer artists. Probably artists that most people have never heard of. That's yeah. another thing I kind of pride myself on, and I promise myself, um, no matter where people start feeling like I'm rising to, I want to make sure I still keep my eye on new talent. And it's not about finding them to sign with me. I don't want nobody signed under me. None of that. I just want to be able to provide a platform for people that I feel as though are nice. They might not be known. So um, it's not really one person. I'm, I'm really interested in anybody that's new and dope because it yeah. keeps me on my toes. That's dope. That's dope to hear because I think we don't see it a lot in hip hop. Like I was going to bring up because another like genre that I like, it's like reggaeton because it's almost like like Spanish rap pretty much. So, um, and I see like a lot of the OGs because obviously reggaeton is almost like, it's a little bit younger than hip hop, but like obviously people are getting older from like the OGs and then now it's like the younger generation. And I see it a lot where like the OGs kind of feature like the younger ones that are maybe not be popping yet just yet, but with hip hop, mm -hmm. we don't see it a lot. Right. So, and again, I right. think it comes back to the ego. <laughs> um, so it's good. It's good right. to see that you as a, like a, an artist that's kind of like blowing up and independent as well, like is willing to like feature newer artists you know and give absolutely them a absolutely i think you know what while i while, I, while it just came to my brain let me shout out the few that i do think of um i got a cat named max quabbles he's fire young mc mm -hmm. from philly um it's another one named little d he's from staten island i believe um those are the two that just at the top of my head right now those two are super fire so yeah it's a lot of dope young mcs man Yeah, that's dope to hear. Yeah, because I hate, I hate when people are like, oh, like hip hop is dead or like hip hop is like it's trash. But I was like, dude, you got to just find, look for it. There's so much music out there now. You can't say like it's, oh. it sucks. <laughs> when when people say hip hop is dead, those are the people that you know are not listening and they're not looking. Because exactly. right now I feel like it's, it's um, I feel like we're experiencing a new form of a golden era. Because it's yes. a lot of dope MCs that you wouldn't believe how dope they are. And we're spread around. And a lot of us are independent. So it's like like you said, yeah. if you're not looking, you would never know that there are the next Red Mans. They're the next um, Method Mans. They're the next Pharaoh Monsters. We're out here. You just got to look. Exactly. Yeah, because I think a lot of people just like focus on like the mainstream what's on the radio. And they don't really like go and right. like, find the music. Because I, like, I agree with you. I feel like it's like a hip hop kind of like renaissance. Whereas like it's a lot of right. dope artists and like I think now the the beauty of it, um, and you talk about it, like record labels hopefully will be non existent in the next couple of years because everything you can do yourself yes. now, you know? You yes. can put out your own yes. music, you don't need to have like somebody to release it or put it on. I mean, nobody even really listens to the radio, let's be honest. Like I I don't listen to it anymore. No. <laughs> no, not at all. I think um that's funny that you said that, because I always tell people that the record labels have been robbing rappers for so long um, that when people see people like me or people like Russ and we learn that the internet and if you have your 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 your, your, um, your monetization done correctly, you can make more money than most of these rappers that are signed to any league. And I'm, I'm learning that firsthand. And deeper than that, you start to understand that when you see rappers on tour, 
all year, and they're always on tour, they're always at a show. It looks dope, but what you don't realize is these guys are on tour because that's the only money that they're going to make. They're not yeah. going to get no royalties because the label's taking it. They're not going to get no merch. The label's taking it. So, it's, like you said, we're in a renaissance where not only it's dope artists, but the dope artists are now getting a bag, their that's own so bag, and we don't need nobody. Yeah, that's really dope to see, and I hope you know it keeps it keeps going that way. Um, and I was gonna say for you, what's like been your favorite um, either song or project that you've dropped dropped so far? Hmm. I think the one that I'm most proud of, like I, I have a lot of stuff that I love that I did, but I think that I'm most proud of will probably be being on Method Man's single, his first single from this is newest album that. I'm, I'm I'm so proud of that, and I still can't believe it happened. Like it's like who you don't you don't get a phone call to say, "Hey, Method Man wants you on his single from his newest album." That it don't happen. And when I got the call, it was a text with, "Oh, by the way, let us know what the bill is. Let us know what you want." And I'm like, "Oh, are y'all gonna pay me to be on Method Man's? I don't want no money. Just give me the microphone. I'll do it. Tell Meth I need a verse in return." So. That was the thing that I think excited me the most so far. That's pretty dope. But that's the, is that the butterfly effect one, or is that a yeah, right? absolutely? Yeah, absolutely. I love that track. Yeah, I was like, it's it's crazy. Um, and yeah. I've been watching a lot of the Wu Tang uh, the show on was it Hulu or whatever. Me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah, it's like it's crazy to me. Like I was telling my mom because my mom like knows a little bit about hip hop, but she doesn't know like all the history. But I was like, man, like okay. watching. The, I was like telling her, like like trying to school her, like watching their stories, like really crazy because like music literally saved their lives. Like if not, they would have ended up in jail right. or dead or something. Right. Uh, so it's just like inspiring watching that their story. Um, and uh, for you, like what what's something you're grateful? Like talking about that, like what's something you're grateful that hip hop has allowed you to do that you otherwise wouldn't have done because of hip hop. I'm gonna be honest. Without hip hop, I didn't I didn't fit in nowhere else. Hip hop has had to be what I was sent on this earth to do because scholastically I, I hated school. Like I was smart enough to do the work, but I just ugh, it wasn't for me. Working in regular nine to fives wasn't for me. The street life wasn't for me. Like I did some of everything that you can imagine, and I can always put me back to hip hop. So yeah. I think without hip hop, I don't know where I would be. Literally, I have no clue. Yeah, and I agree with you when you you mentioned earlier about like how you already you're meant to do what you're what you're what you're meant to do, right? Um, and I I agree with you because for some reason, like for me too, I was working uh not where I'm working now, but I was working at another nine to five, and it was kind of like kind of like I got into a depression. I was just like stressed out, long hours and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and I stopped writing because I also do music. I do a little bit of everything like creatively, and I stopped for a while, but then I was like, I'm gonna quit, so I quit. I built the courage to quit. And then I found a job that I was able to like, you know, still do what I wanted to do on the side. And then I ended up here, like at this podcast. So it's like, it's crazy how you, you're right. Like, sometimes you end up where you're supposed to be. Where you're supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and what about um, bringing it back to the horror? Uh, what's like a movie or a track or a concept album that you were kind of still on your bucket list that you haven't tackled yet? Hmm. Now, you know, I'll be doing the cinematic thing. So, yeah, me and my man, P.A. Dre, man, we've been throwing around some movie ideas. We're, we're definitely highly considering doing um, Get Out, believe it or not. That's dope. Just in there. We're going, <laughs> yeah, right, right. So just imagine me being the guy that was dating the girl, except I would be getting indoctrinated into hip hop. 
hip hop would be the house that I'm coming into. And you know, you let I let you imagine go uh, your imagination yeah. go from there where I could take it. So we're thinking about making Get Out an album, and me and Ice T are gonna do another one as well, like we did the um the Nino Brown trunk. We're gonna do. He got a movie called um, what is the name of the movie? It's called. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. It always happens when I'm yeah. doing an interview. But Ice T has a movie where he was homeless, and um, and they based on, I think it's called Surviving the Game. That's what it's called. I was and he see. was homeless, okay. and, and right. And and if you've seen the movie, they they basically kidnap the homeless guy, give him a job, and he's really with their hunting. They end up hunting this guy. So yeah. we're gonna do that. I'm gonna get him to narrate it, and I'm gonna do the whole story. Oh wow, that's dope! Yeah, and I'm over here like repping the if cocaine could talk seven because I was like, it's Yo, seven. I just <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. Thank you. That's fire. No, you're welcome. Yeah, I love I love New Jack City. Like it's like Nino Brown's probably one of my favorite villains. Um, just like the, Me the too. movie and that Me that too. album was dope. Like the one that you dropped with Ice T, it was cool. Uh, so yeah, I'm and excited. that was all experimentation. I yeah. had no clue what I was doing doing that. Like <laughs> I was literally like. I want to make a story. Like when I tell you, I didn't know what I was doing. I had no clue making that out, <laughs> but it turned out dope, and it, it gave yeah. me the blueprint. And, and now I know I can make a I can make a million movies now just off of that one yeah. project. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm excited for the Get Out one. Let me know when that drops because yeah, like um, absolutely. Like, I could see like even like the sunken place could be like the rap industry. So you know, like it's like so many things you, you can do with saying? it, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> And uh, I'm definitely going to do The Lost Boys as well at some point. Oh, that's my favorite dope. movie. I have to do The Lost Boys. That's dope. Yeah, if you need anything, let me know. Any, like, voiceover Absolutely. narration, <laughs> I'll be down. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that's really cool, though, the surviving the game, because I just, I was going to say, like, uh, I remember that movie, and I feel like that was, like, the OG movie, and then afterwards, like, now all these newer movies came out, like, I think it was, like, The Hunt. Right. And, like, what the, right. like, how was it? The, not The Purge. There's another one where, like, they're killing people, like, as, like, uh... Same type of thing, though. Right? right. Yeah, that was a good movie. Uh, shout out to Ice-T. Um, Absolutely. And uh, what about for um, for horror, what's what's your top five uh, movies? It changes. It always changes. I swear I'll have a yeah. list and then... <laughs> Same here. And a yeah, ask me in the winter time, and I have a different list. So right, right now, Lost Boys is still at the top. Um, what would be after that? Uh, Leatherface. Uh, I used to have the, you know, I used to love the original Leatherface, but now I'm super in love with the one that Netflix made. Like I don't know what it is about that one. That that Leatherface was like the most brutal joint I've ever seen. Um, so I say Leatherface, um, Lost Boys. Um, so, oh, Candyman. Okay. Candyman's an easy one. Um, yeah. Two more that I that, that, that are my go-tos. Hmm. You got two more, I think. I can't believe that I'm drawing a blank. I am the movie <laughs> guy. This I love movies. <laughs> um, hmm. Oh, Event Horizon. I don't know if you're familiar oh, with Oh, yeah, that. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's four. And, um, and my fifth one would probably be Oh, I'm I'm bugging Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, that's that's my guy. That's yeah. my guy, guy. That's dope. Uh, what about like either top five album rap albums or top five artists? If you can't come up with albums, um, I definitely can't do albums. Matter of fact, I can do albums. I mean, I mean, I say that. So we'll go, um, ready to die, um, yeah. and not just. Because it sounds cool, because 
I remember being a broke teenager and all I had was that Biggie album. And when I tell you that got me through some days, man, <laughs> you have a clue. So let's say, let's say, uh, let's say Ready to Die. Let's say um, Muddy Waters, Red Man. Let's say Onyx, um, Last Days album. Mm-hmm. Let's go MOP. Um, what album is that? That's the album that I have. Uh, oh, I don't believe I'm drawing these blanks. I'm so mad. <laughs> OP album that has uh, four alarm blades for Jay Z. I'm not sure what the name of that album. That that MOP album and and I would say I would say reasonable doubt. Okay. Yeah, I would say reasonable doubt. Yeah, I'm a Jay Z fan. Dope, dope. Um, and what about your favorite? I mean, it's probably Leatherface, but what's your favorite horror villain or icon? It changes. It changes. Right right now, always pick one. It's always going to be um, David. It's always going to be David from uh, Lost Boys. Always going to okay. be the bad. Keep a sibling character. Always. Yeah, he, he, to me, he's the coolest vampire on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I forget. Keeper killed it on that one. Um, right. And what about your favorite uh, final girl? Final girl? Yeah, like the one that makes it at the end of the horror, horror movie. Oh. Uh, that would have to um that would have to be Nancy. She ain't make it to all of the nightmares on the streets, but <laughs> Nancy is my favorite, man. I love yeah, I know. I'm so bummed that she didn't come out on the sequels, only like the the new I nightmare. Know. I know. I know. Um, and then I kind of wanted to do I just did this this is like the first time I'm doing this on the podcast I want to do like a little horror trivia um, okay to make it a little bit fun so one of them is if you can name one rapper that survives a horror movie Al Al Cool J yeah okay cool (laughs) Um, and what about name an actor that started their career in a horror movie That started their rap. That started their career, just career like an actor. Or yeah, just their... like a regular actor that started. I'll give you an example. Um, Kevin Bacon came out on Friday the Thirteenth. That was where he started his career. So I don't know if you if you know anybody uh, else <laughs> that started in the movies. No, I, not, no. I'm not not that just coming to my brain. No. Yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll name a few just uh, for those listening. And so like Leonardo DiCaprio, I think he was in Critters, and that's where he first started. Like I guess his career. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. Jennifer Aniston and Leprechaun. Uh, Johnny Depp. Okay. Yeah, and then Johnny Depp was in um, Nightmare on Elm Street. That was like his first role. I believe. he was. He yeah. was part one. Yeah, and then I, this one I didn't know. George Clooney. Um, I think it was like some high school horror movie or something. And then I didn't know that. The most one I think the most famous one is um Jamie Lee Curtis because that was like her first kind of right. role. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. it's, it's kind of cool. I was like, I had, I had to go and research because I'm like, it's kind of interesting to how these yeah, people like they, they blow up and they're like, oh, I don't want to do anything with horror, but I'm like, dude, horror gave you a career, right? <laughs> right, right. Um, and then the last one, this one hopefully should be easy. Um, since you're a Leatherface fan, who uh directed the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I'm terrible with directors, let's just get that out <laughs> right now. I am terrible. terrible. Um, and I, the bad part is you're gonna say it, and I'm gonna already know it. So it's just pissing me off because yeah. I'm gonna know it as soon as you say it, but I don't know right now, so I'm not even gonna waste your time. No worries. Know. It's uh, Toby Hopper. 
And I think, yeah, he passed away already. Rest in peace. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> and then um, I was going to say, too, like for you, um, where do you see yourself in the next, you know, like five years? Like, do you still you see yourself like in a rap career or do you see yourself doing something else? Oh, no, I'm going to be here. As long as the creator permits, I'm going to be here doing music. I want to actually um, help break that stigma that rappers can't be here, you know, in their 40s and 50s. So yeah. hopefully I can be here as long as I'm healthy and able to do it. And um, I see me always doing music, but mm -hmm. I see me going into more of, um, hopefully I can score some movies. I, like, I That's really want to do that. I really want to do that. Like the same thing I'm doing with the cinematic pain, I would love to do that for whatever's about to come out. I would love yeah and i was gonna ask you too because yeah like i'm trying to do like the i'm trying to move to like filmmaking so i was like that'll be dope if i can have you on the soundtrack or something i'll let you know if i ever Absolutely. whenever i do that Absolutely. <laughs> um, Absolutely. that's cool um do you ever see yourself like maybe like acting or anything like that or you're like just just music yeah yeah i would do it i, would do it. I, I just um i'm heavy on being respectful to things before I get into them. Like, I don't just want to be the rapper that's like, yeah, get me in a movie. Like, no, I want to make sure if you see me in a movie, well, you you probably, if you don't know of R.J. Payne, I want you to be like, yo, I don't know dude, but he's a hell of an actor. So yeah. I, I really want to take it serious. So yeah, I would do it though. That's, that's dope yeah it's like um, like Tupac, I feel like that's like the best example that I can say, like where he, he was like a dope actor. Right. Like if you didn't know him he as was. a rapper and you just knew him as an actor. You would have been just as happy to see him. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and before we get out of here, uh, what uh, what kind of like legacy or either creatively or personally do you want to leave behind? Hmm. If anything, I just really want to be known as the guy that was pushing heavy for no expiration date, for no hip hop artist or no musician, period. There should be no expiration date on none of us no creators none of us should be told when we should have to stop or or you know you're too old N none of us should have to go through that so i, I just want to be that guy the rest of my career i want to be the guy that's pushing pushing the line where you know he's rapping with the best rappers he's he's over here with the best of these of whatever he's doing and he's the older cat and i'm cool with being that guy that's dope yeah, well, I mean, keep keep doing it. Like, uh, like I said, yeah, you're one of my favorite MCs. Like, you're inspi your story is inspiring. Um, and Thanks. it's like it's really Thanks. an honor to to have you here. And like, I always want to give everybody their flowers, you know, because before it's like too late. So, um, thank you for for your music and everything you do. Uh, and then before we get out of here, any any like shout outs or anything before we get out of here? Absolutely. Shout out to you. Shout out to your platform. First of all, I appreciate you and what you do. Um, shout out to my whole team, man. My, uh, my road manager, Larry Chan. Shout out to Coach K. Um, C-Mac to do my website. Um, everybody on my side. My producer, P.A. Dre. My whole team, man. That's it. That's dope, yeah. Shout out and to And be that. on the lookout. I got a project. I would say just be on the lookout. I got a new project on the way. Um, my Life is a Movie, Volume 2. We just wrapped that all the way up. So that should be out within the next month. Okay, dope. Yeah, so I'm, uh, hopefully I'm going to drop this. I think I'm just going to do like a special episode and drop it on our birthdays or something. That'll be cool. Just to like... Oh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. That's fine. So you know what? Dope. Just get, yeah, I might try to hold my project and drop it on my birthday. That'd be dope. Okay, yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, I'll keep you posted. I'll keep Coach K uh, posted as well. But thank you so much okay, for being no on. no problem. Anytime, man. Enjoy your day. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. You too. Peace. That was RJ Payne.
Thank you guys um, for tuning in to another episode. If you haven't already, please uh, like, subscribe, comment, all that helps uh, my channel as well. Um, and go follow RJ Payne. If you haven't heard his music, you got to check it out. If you're like a real hip hop head, um, you got to listen to his music. It's really dope. Um, and I'm glad that he's a really dope human being as well. Uh, shout out to him. Shout out to Coach K for, for getting this coordinated once again. And yeah, thank you guys. Hope you guys have a good rest of your day. Peace.